also teacher unions in KZN say they will be discouraging their members from returning to work because the provincial education department has failed to adequately ensure safety at schools. Okay, now we've got someone on the line. We've decided that, you know, they must just be anonymous. No. Uh, good afternoon to you. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? We are live. Thank you very much. So, what measures have you put in place to get ready for Monday? Yes, we are ready for Monday. We've started with the orientation of educators on the management of COVID. Mm. Yes, we have hired cleaners to clean the school. Mm -hmm. They fumigated and disinfected the school. Mm. So the grass has been cut. Mm. So the school is ready. Uh, We have appointed a person to screen educators and learners when they arrive to school, before entering the school premises. So how, you, how are you going to prepare the pupils? Because, uh, you know, maybe some of them haven't even heard of, uh, you know, the importance of washing their hands and social distancing, etc., etc. Yes, we have, we have planned for the orientation of learners. When they arrive, they will be screened mm. and they will be divided into smaller groups okay. where we'll... Uh, tell them about it. everything about COVID, mm. how the management of COVID. We know it's something new, so but we have a guideline that mm. we can use from the department to orientate learners. So will the subdivision of um, you know classes not to be a requirement for extra staff? And also, uh, I think one other thing that we need to um, ask is, the, you know, are you reducing the number of pupils per class? Uh, we we are reducing the number because at the moment the classes are bigger than 20, so we keep them at 20, mm. so we'll know that we'll have sufficient staff. Mm. And uh, how are you planning to catch up with um, uh, curriculum uh, targets? Uh, the issue of uh, extra teaching is something that teachers do every time. Okay. But our plan is to increase the the hours a little bit, but not to overstretch educators. But on weekends, educators work as well. So we believe that if they put more effort on their work and prepare learners, especially the grade 12s with the revision, I think we can reach our target, which is 100%. Are all the teachers happy to be back at work? So far... There's mixed feelings. You know the fear that is mm, there. Mm. But uh, the teachers are willing to work, you know, conditions. If conditions are right, yes, I think we are all employed to teach. Mm. Yes. So mixed, obviously mixed feelings. Some, um, but do you think that all the teachers will make it to work? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Thank. Yeah. Yes. May I ask you something anonymous? You said that all t- uh, students will be screened upon arrival uh, at the school premises on Monday. What happens to the latecomers? Will be Will they be turned back, or will they be accommodated and screened, and not just just rushed into the classroom? No, no. I, I think what happens is that there is one entry that the school will use now. So we start with the educators and staff. They are screened. And then there is a person who is designated for screening. That one will be staying at the gate with the sanitizer and the 
Throughout the day. So there will be somebody yeah. stationed at the gate throughout. Stationed at the gate even for visitors. Okay. And then in terms of parents, are parents um, advised to maybe assist, uh, you know, uh, schools by maybe giving their children sanitizers at home? Or is there anything they need to carry from home to assist with, you know, making sure that they adhere to safety measures at school? Yeah, we have written to parents. We have sent SMS to, to all the grade 7 and grade 12 parents to say uh, this is what the school will do, giving two masks per child. Yeah, but I believe that uh, learners themselves, they do have masks for traveling, but when they get to school, they will receive two masks. Okay, thank you. All right, Anonymous, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. It's my pleasure. There you go. There you go. So we shall have to see, eh? It's a tough one it's for going educators, to be eh? Interesting to see what's going to happen. Uh, but Anonymous sounds very confident that, you know, all will be all will be okay. So we just need to wait and see what transpires next week. When I heard, I heard um, the MEC of Education, I think, having an interview earlier, and he said most of the schools will be ready on Monday. Mm. And I'm hoping that if there are some schools that are not ready, they don't force matters and yeah. push forward. Do you yeah, get what no, I mean? Absolutely. You give them time yes. to, to be ready. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mums, give it again. We're talking about schools, schools reopening on Monday. Work. Are people ready? Are the teachers ready? Are the pupils ready? We shall see. And then I think we're going to talk to a lawyer after a commercial break. Ne? Mm-hmm. So, Tetano Fadia. Fadia Arnold. For the Arnold. Hey, but Pendulega and the man. But I'll in a swoop, I'll keep it to yeah, myself. Yeah, keep it to yourself. In a swoop, I've got a chest. <laughs> Plus, being Shama push ups is all of Sug at night. I was training. So it's super something strong. Thank you very much. How long do you train for? Depends on the mood I am and how strong I am. I can train for 20 minutes. I can train for an hour. I can train for 40. It just depends. Okay. Yes. Hey, Shonjalo. Hey, Shonjalo. Radio 2007 minutes to four. Teta, 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 swam. Hi, Fadia. Hi. Welcome back you? to the show. We've missed you. Have you been keeping safe? Keeping safe and missed you too. Okay. Um, Fadia, Monday. Everybody is anticipating what's going to happen Monday because a majority of industries are opening uh, under level three. What informs who's supposed to be going to work? Well, the president informed us um, in his speech uh, on the Sunday. Um, so everyone can go to work uh, except for the travel industry, hotels, beauty, salons, uh, and those places where the, the contact is too close, mm. hairdressers. So effectively, most people are going back to work other than, um, as I said, close contact like that, massage places, mm. uh, spas. Those are the only ones that are still not going to open. Um, but everyone else, uh, the majority of the economy is opening on Monday. What if I feel like it's unsafe? What if I'm meant to be going to work on Monday, but I don't want to go back because I just feel like, you know, the curve hasn't flattened? And, and most people feel that way. So it comes down to the uh, the circumstance you're in will be a case-by-case basis. Mm. And if your employer um, hasn't put in protective uh, measures to manage the risk, and when I say protective measures, I mean um, follow the Department of Health guidelines in that getting uh, everybody masked, um, getting sanitizer with 70% alcohol, mm. placing that everywhere, um, putting up signs in the office, ensuring that training has occurred, 
uh, for all employees so that they know when to keep their distance, when to keep their masks on, and also appointing health and safety officers. So if all of that has been done, um, uh, you, you, you might be in a problem if you don't report for work. If those things haven't been done and the employee here is just negligent and doesn't really care to put in protective measures, mm. then anyone would obviously fear, you know what, that it's not safe at work. And um, in my opinion, they won't be subject to any disciplinary action if uh, the employer has not put protective measures in, pl- in place. But so for, it really comes down to, the, to what the employer has done. But Faria, what if the employer has put all those systems and measures in place, right? But yeah. I feel like I can work at home. I can work from home successfully. I don't need to be at the office, but I feel, but the, the, you know, the employer is forcing me. Can I take them to task? If you are able to do your job from home, um, obviously the, the, the only thing you can say to your employer is that, look, um, we're still, uh, the rates are increasing, infections are increasing, and mm. the president has said that if you can work from home, please work from home. Mm. However, um, there's definitely a labor issue here in that if all protective measures are in place mm. and your employer has now asked you to come to work and you're refusing to do so, I think that they, they, you may have an issue. Um, in terms of not reporting, uh, it's a breach of contract. Okay. You are being asked to uh, come to work. You're not wanting to come to work because you are in fear, but the employer has done all they can to mitigate the effects of those fears. So we can't live in this forever. We don't know how long COVID or this virus is going to be around. It could be around for, for the next few years, for all we know. And you can't work from home forever. Mm. So uh, if your employer has put in those safety measures and been transparent about it, put in a workplace policy, then I don't think there's going to be an excuse for people um, much longer to say that, look, I want to work from home. All right. Um, what if um, an employer now is, dis- is dismissed from work for not reporting you know, to duty or for duty? That's it? That's, a, that's, that's it? That's the end of the uh, Well, they can take it up as an unfair dismissal if they believe that it was uh, unfair, but they'd need to show, you know, that they were dismissed and there was a justified reason why they wouldn't report to work. So a justified reason is that they have an underlying medical condition. Gotcha. Um, they have, uh, they're over 60. Some people have 60 still working, so those people cannot report to work. And then the third thing would be the employer has not put any protective measures in pl- place. For example, you've gone in or one of your colleagues who have already gone in have texted you and say, look, people are walking around without masks. Then you definitely have an unfair dismissal claim if you dismissed and you didn't report to work. Because there's a genuine claim then that there are no safety measures in place. Nobody, no um, uh, checks and balances are happening. No accountability is happening on health and safety. And if you dismissed in that regard, you'll definitely have a success, a prospects of success with an unfair dismissal. And then you said that if I've got underlying medical conditions, I can then, you know, tell my employer that I've got these issues. Do I need to produce a medical certificate? You do. You do. Um, because it's just it's part of um, it's just like sick leave. You need to produce a medical certificate. But yeah, we, we're not um, sitting on three days. We're sitting on you working at home for uh, months now. Yeah. So if you have an underlying medical condition, you have to um, let your employer know. Um, in order to stay 
employed or be or working from home. All right. Fadia, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. You too. I hope to speak to you guys soon. Yes. Don't be strangers. We will not. We will not. <laughs> we always need legal advice. That's Fadia Arnold. She's a labor lawyer and she's basically telling us not to abscond from work. Just because it's COVID doesn't mean you're abscond. If your employer has put in uh, the proper safety measures, masks, sanitizers, you know, proper, what is this, social distance, mm-hmm. go to work. So someone off air was talking about Slay Queens or something, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there was a headline in the Daily Sun last week talking about, uh, 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 what do you call I'm a bless. Yeah. Bless her taking care of slay queens. Now there's a, a new headline today in the Daily Sun. Slay queens are struggling. Shame. Hmm. Through this pandemic. Where are blessers? Where are the blessers at? The blessers are home the blessers with, with their wives. With, uh, with, <laughs> with number the one. Yeah. And <laughs> the budget the is... You together. might find with the budget is not enough. Yeah. It's not going to be enough because, mm. you know, the COVID guys has gone up a bit. We are and buying a lot more groceries. And there's no justification of the blesser to actually fork out any money because the hair salons are closed. I can look at rent. 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 I'm sure they do see them. I'm sure they see them at supermarkets when they're buying them groceries. Just a quick kiss and, you know, buying bread and roll on and oh, wow. and, and, and ah, toiletries. You're in a, you're living that, is, that time no? is insufficient. Uh, no? Yeah, mm. insufficient. Do you think they go? We're going to buy a boy. <laughs> I would I would think that because it's called people want to be safe and be at home. Mm. You think people are cutting corners? Hey mom's keeping us when we play Oh my goodness. Yes, I'm Florence, too innocent. When for Florence Nightingale. <laughs> I'm too innocent. <laughs> it is 4 p.m. SABC News.